The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUB, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Also, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. There you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from the previous day. And um, you can catch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern if you didn't get to see it. Uh, so be sure and check that out. Right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button. Blow that up on whatever device you got. I'll make it large and look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and join us in the chat on Rumble. Got a lot of friends over there in the morning. So good morning to you guys. And while you're over there, please subscribe to that channel. It's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So if you go directly over to Rumble, just go to Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Or you can do it right off of uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We've got SOL Radio Live there. You can just go right there if you want to do it. If you don't want to watch it, right off the page. I don't know. Um, while you're there, uh, say hello to everybody. Be friendly. And, yes, we don't mind discussion. Uh, we don't mind you know, back and forth and things of that nature. Just let's keep it cordial between each other, okay? Uh, also, before it's news.com, top of the page over there, we're streaming live on their page, and we appreciate Michael and his team giving us a spot on their platform. Back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Right up under where we're streaming live, right side of the page there, is where you can sign up for our email newsletter that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. All the articles that we have at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for the day, including the morning show archive. So all the stuff, the documents, the videos, all this other stuff that we talk about, all of that will be in the archive. So you don't have to sit here and be meticulous writing down a bunch of stuff unless you want to, and that's fine. Uh, you can go to the archive and you can pull it all out there and you can go through it at your leisure. Uh, finally, our store is available. That link is off of sonsoflibertymedia.com or you can go there directly at the Sons of Liberty. Don't forget the in front of that. The Sons of Liberty.squarespace.com. And we're highlighting Bradley's latest book, All the Profits We're Pointing to the Front. It's $10. Um, we also have the book he came out with just prior to this, which was Soldier of the Cross. That's also $10 in our store. And you also have the bundle for Soldier of the Cross that starts at $34. And with that, you get 
uh, a shirt of your size with the same artwork as the book. You get the book, and you get one of these. You get the little dog tag. You can get it in, in silver or black, it, and it's got Sons of Liberty on the front, and then on the back, it's got John, 1 John 3.18 right there. So uh, you get to pick that. It starts at $34.00. Uh, it'll go up just a little bit more, about $5, if you're a double X or larger in your shirt. So keep that in mind. $34 is where it starts, and those are available in our store. Now, before I bring in our guest, I'm going to let you know that when we end the show today, okay, if you, we're going to be talking about a cover-up of certain item <laughs> that was shown to be very effective, in keeping you healthy and getting rid, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. We're, we're, I'm not going to get into all the stuff. It, I'm not, definitely not going to say the word cure, okay? But it is good for you, and it comes straight out of Genesis 1. It's the seeds. It's the seeds that God has placed for, to be meat for us in the, the fruits of the trees and then, you know, the, the things that grow there. They are to be meat for us. Genesis 1 tells us this stuff and that God has given it to us for our good. And unfortunately, in our culture, we've left off a lot of what God has created for us to consume. And we've consumed what uh, corporations want to have. So there was a cover-up, and we're going to talk about that in this hour. And then there is a film that runs about hour and 15 minutes. It's called Second Opinion, The Lie of America's War on Cancer. So for those of you on the radio, if you want to watch this film, when the show is over, about five seconds after we finish and everything, I'm going to come on. We're going to play this uh, for that time so that you can see the film yourself. So we're going to have that at the end of the show. So again, hang on when the show ends. And if you're on the radio and you want to jump on any of those places I told you would be great. Before it's news.com, top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and also our channel on Rumble. Now, to here to talk about... This issue with Sloan Kettering is our friend John Richardson from Vitamin B17 for You, and that's the number four in the letter U.com. And uh, John, it's great to have you back because you and I have been playing a little tag, haven't we? But it's great to have you back on the Sons of Liberty, man. We, we, we have been uh, playing a little bit of tag, and but like I said, I should probably uh, pay you for being my mentor because every time I come on with you, you teach me uh, something new about my industry or where to find <laughs> something. And so I love being on here. It's always a great time. And uh, I also love your God-centered uh, approach because that's uh, what we we've tried to do here. Uh, you know, have God lead us in what it is and get, get what it is we want to do. He wants us to do, and also give us the, the the shield of protection that we need to 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 get this message out there. Because the 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 evil side, the evil one, and the evil side is doing everything in their power. I mean, everything in their power to keep this message from getting out there and other great messages that patriots. And uh, truth tellers alike should know about. There's no reason why after 50 years of this information that we shouldn't know about it if we're truth tellers, except for the fact that they've done everything in their power to cover it up. And so we're gonna we're gonna expose that today and really tie it in for people. And I'm gonna we're gonna have fun. But if you don't mind, Tim, I, I wanted to quote that Bible verse that you you mentioned. Uh, Please there, go kind ahead. Of to to uh, let people know from the beginning what it is what it is that our mission is. And so. Um, it, it's Genesis one verse 29. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And that's a literal, uh, verse that we need to follow because God gave us an answer to so many diseases just in the, the seed of the fruit that he gave us. He gave us the delicious fruit, but the food, the manna, 
the real answer to many things is in the seed. So that's, I want that people to remember that when they're listening to us talk through this, this discussion today. Yeah. And you know, we had on yesterday, again, I, I wasn't fibbing people. We are live right now, but, but John and I are pre-recording this due to the time differences that we have. So what would be yesterday, we had Megan uh, Smith on and she had done a couple of documentaries. Her new one is um, a new standard for, what did I call that? A new standard for care. Thank you. New standard for care. Yeah. It's a producer too. Yes. You can do all that. (laughs) You can do all that too. But she came on in. That's just come out. It's, she said she whittled 200 hours worth of video and research and everything down to five hours. It's free of charge. You can go there and watch it. And then she did one before that on breast cancer. And I I told her, I said, it's vital information. But when I went to the website, it's like for men, if you got like, Issues of women and stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna send you there. But she does have one on breast cancer. You can search it's, that it's up for a, yourself. It's a colloquialism for the female body part. Let's just put yes. it that way. You can you can take the rest of it from there. I agree. It's not. Well, hey, if, if she's watching us, I, I, I yeah, see no, why you might have done it. Yeah, but, she but probably not the best family. Uh, name, yeah, no, but so. she she has some great information and she understood that. I, I told her what we're gonna do. Yeah. But I, but I do want people to educate themselves on that because I know we have a lot of people. Some have told me in our audience who are fighting different kinds of cancers that they have, other health problems and things of that nature. And usually what we've talked about with, you know, Kate points, she says, if you've got a bad gut, that's where your disease is going to come from. That's what you have to treat. And what's, what is, uh, what are the apricot seeds and all this? Don't what's going in our gut. It's giving us what we need. That's good for us rather than those things are bad. Yeah. You've got them. I got my bag on the other side over here. So I'm going to pull some out. Some people say, y'all need to eat some more of those. I didn't eat any last time you ate a few. And so I'm going to get those while you talk, but I want people to see this. We're going to have this in here. This is anatomy of a cover-up. This was a document you had. I, I don't think you knew it was online here, but like Scribd houses, all kinds of stuff that you can't find. And uh, we'll put it we'll put it over there in just a second. But um, anatomy of a cover up successful Sloan Kettering amygdalin laetral animal studies. And so, John, why is this an important study? And do you think most people who are dealing with cancer and things of this nature are even familiar with what these guys discovered in their study? No, I'm absolutely sure that less than half of 1% of the population knows. And even that pop- <clears throat> that population, that was good. I swallowed the apricot seeds right at the right time. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're, I'm not dying of cyanide poison. I just ate 10 apricot seeds and I tried to quickly swallow some, some uh, Ganoderma coffee to, to wash it down. So, <laughs> so the, the um, tying it all in, is, is, was my dad's life work? And he's passed that on to me. And basically what we've got now, God is giving these, us these gifts that are all coming together at the same time. And one of them is that, that book that you just showed. It's, it's uh, successful Sloan Kettering um, um, Laetrile Animal Studies. And I wanted to, to take us back to the time in the early 70s when uh, there was probably I would say a hundred different doctors like my father that were treating their patients successfully with Laetrile. And I'm not going to say what they were treating. I'm just going to say they were treating their patients successfully. And my dad, for one, had thousands of patients he was treating and having miraculous results. And and many of those patients, some, some of those patients are still alive today, 50 years later. Specifically, one 
uh, is a friend of mine. I just interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, and he is coming up on his 50th year of being cancer-free after being sent home by um, the Mayo Clinic with stage four cancer written by a doctor saying it was written. He he had that done because they're all lying and saying he, he didn't have cancer. That was a lie. And he said, I'm going to sue the hospital, uh, the um, the Mayo Clinic, if you don't get put in writing that I had cancer because I, I'm, I'm cancer free now. So that was 50 years ago. So th- put yourself back in that time. So the whole world seemingly when the media was controlled by three or four news stations, ABC, CBS, CBS and NBC, they the whole world was talking about this. And so everybody said, let's get Sloan Kettering to do a study on the effectiveness of Laetrile. So Sloan Kettering did do a study. And the, the, each time they uh, they did the study, the the uh, doctor who was who was running it, the, the the scientist who was running it was world famous at the time. He'd been at Sloan Kettering for years and years and years. And his name was Dr. Kanamatsu Segura. Okay, this is from the book, World Without Cancer. And I will tie it all in. That's Dr. Kenamatsu Segura, world famous at the time. Imagine the most famous scientist, the most trusted scientist at Sloan Kettering at that time who, who the world knew about. He ran the study uh, on these mice with Laetrile as opposed to the placebo effect or the, excuse me, the control group was getting saline and the this experimental group was getting cancer. And 29 times out of 29, he uh, he found that the mice, uh, the, t- the, the cancer uh, was uh, stopped from being spread. These mice that were bred to have tumors and bred to spread, spread the tumors, uh, 29 times out of 29, he found that 80% of the tumors were, were stopped. So that's that's 100% of the time, 80% of the time. I know that sounds like a sounds like, you know, a wordplay, but here in this little booklet you showed is his actual handwritten notes of each of the mice and their their effects. I don't I I just found out about this a couple of days ago and you you were able to find it on Scribd, which I didn't even know it existed on the internet. So, you know, every I a lot of these things they only exist in handwriting. We've photocopied it and now we're making it available for people on our website. So if someone wants a hard copy, or they can get it for free on Scribd. I believe you just download and print it. I don't care how you get it. My point is that you get the information. So this is the cover-up of that uh, situation that was written about in World Without Cancer. Now, here could be a conspiracy theory, right? Maybe I got this book and made some notes, and Ed Griffin wrote this 50 years ago, and you know he was just planning on making a million dollars on selling apricot seeds, so it's conspiracy theory. But here's another fascinating book. This book. It's called The Cancer Industry, and it's written by this Dr. Ralph Moss, who was the doctor who was at Sloan Kettering at the time that watched the cover-up and watched the lies going on, and he wrote a a little um, internal newspaper that nobody knew where it was coming from. It was a little newsletter inside Sloan Kettering called Second Opinion, and they discussed in, in full all the test results and what was happening, and they were angry that it was being covered up. So chapter eight in his book is a chapter called the Laetrile Controversy. He talks about all these different things, but this is chapter eight in this book. This doctor is not some, you know, tinfoil hat wearing guy on the, you know, a far right or something like they all call us. This is a mainstream doctor. He's a PhD and he was there during the time and he's still alive. And he helped make the documentary. He's in stars in the documentary that you're going to show after we finish this interview. So 
we're tying this all together, Tim, in ways that the bad guys don't want us to do. The next chapter, chapter nine, look at that, what it says. Laetrile, a Sloan, Laetrile at Sloan Kettering, a case study. You can go out and get this book. I don't know if it's still in print, but you can find it on Amazon, which I don't like to recommend people do. Eventually, I'd like to offer it on my website when I can find out if Ralph Moss will let me do that. So what we've just seen is these three connections, uh, the book that Ed Griffin wrote, talking about Katamatsu, uh, that at this time in the 70s, Ever, all these doctors having success. Hey, let's get Sloan Kettering to, to either disprove or prove it's happening. So Dr. Kenamatsu um, did it 29 times. The board of directors comprised of five doctors that worked at Sloan Kettering at the time did not like the results that he came up with because their funders, Big Pharma, didn't like the answer that he was coming up with. So what did they do? They signed sidelined doc, the famous doctor and brought in another doctor. They paid a million dollars to take over the, the next uh, study at Sloan Kettering, the next time. So the 30th time they ran the test, oddly enough, because they said Dr. Kenametsu, was, uh, his personal bias was going to it. He was looking at the mice and seeing that their coats were nicer on the ones that had Laetrile. And he, was, he knew which ones he was injecting. So they said he must be you know, slanting the results to his uh, because of his personal views about the efficacy of Laetrile. So they brought in this other doctor they said was going to be, you know, totally unbiased. And lo and behold, he found that 80% of the mice that were injected with saline had their tumors repressed. But the, the, uh, the mice that were injected with Laetrile had no effect whatsoever. And guess what, what report they, they reported to? Yeah, that's that what That sounds happened. backwards, doesn't it? Well... It not only sounds backwards, it, 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 it strains credulity to think that, that that's the, the 30th times paying a doctor a million dollars went against this famous doctor that did it 29 times. It had opposite results. But anyway, you can guess in the 1970s, media was crowded into the room. They were announcing they were going to tell the world about the Laetrile results of our study at Sloan Kettering. We spent millions of dollars to run these studies on these mice or bred to uh, do tumors, you can guess which results they announced and what came out in the uh, New York Times and the Washington Post and uh, you know Washington Compost and the New York Slimes. You can guess what came out the next day. When they announced those, those results and they voted on whether they were going to uh, uh, post those results, one of the doctors who had some morals went on vacation and didn't want to vote on it. But the other four voted that we were going to put it out there that the that Laetrile was ineffective in the suppression of, of metastases of tumors in, in these mice. So as Ed Griffin said, that is the genocide of our times. Because had Sloan Kettering come out in the early 70s and, and said those results, there have been so many people that could have, would have, and should have been saved by changing their diet and adding Laetrile to their, to their diet. A very cheap simple thing. I just ate 10 apricot seeds. And if you buy a $35 bag of apricot seeds at full retail, 10 apricot seeds a day lasts you five months. So it's about $7 a month or about 20, 30 cents a day to, to eat the 10 apricot seeds that was suggested by my father and G.O. Griffin in the world, uh, the, the book World Without Cancer. That is untenable for, to compare that to the trillion of trillions of dollars over here that benefits 
after 50 years of studies from not coming up with an answer to cancer. So the, the, the cancer, the cancer, uh, the, I don't know what it's called, the cancer society or whatever the, the one that raises funds, uh, raised about $2 trillion over the last 50 years. And guess what? We're no closer 50 years later than we are, than we were back 50 years ago, chemotherapy, radiation, and, and, uh, and surgery are the answers 50 years ago. And they're still the answers today. Had Sloan Kettering come out with those results properly, we could have saved a lot of human souls and a lot of suffering that people are even watching now. Again, not a doctor, not prescribing anything, not suggesting anything's a cure, but this, these results were there at Sloan Kettering, documented in this little booklet that I recently discovered and Tim found quicker than, than anybody I've seen <laughs> uh, uh, with the notes and the description of the history and everything. So it takes you back to 1970 when this was going on. The whole world was looking at Sloan Kettering. And here's the key. After this crowd, they announced the results. Uh, a reporter turned to Dr. Sigamore, who was there quietly, uh, kind of sad looking. The, the reporter said, uh, Dr. Kenimutsu, uh, do you stick with your findings over those 29 trials that you ran with Laetrile? Do you stick with what you found? And he said famously, I stick. And after that, he kind of, uh, went off into oblivion. He he had been working, like I said, he had been world famous and kind of like the world lost track of him. I'm not even sure to this moment, to this exact moment, what happened to him after that. But he was, he was, they, they actually took down the career of this fine scientist over uh, something that should be, should have uh, changed the world at that time. And 10 years ago, they came out with this movie, uh, Second Opinion, the Laetrile cancer cover-up at Sloan Kettering. And I thought, oh, wow, we're breaking it apart again. No one's going to you know, be able to refute this. Here's the doctor was there. Here's the doctor that wrote this book. We're going to find out about it. Everybody's going to know about this 10 years ago. So what did they do? 10 years ago, they came up with another study uh, that, that showed that every single person that took Laetrile in their study, paid for big pharma study, died of cyanide poisoning. That's just Never silly. Before, it is just That's silly. That's absolutely Never silly. It, or it, after has anybody died of it? Yeah. This is, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, and just, you know, so we show, and, you know, I've got mine too. And you're right. I'm about due to buy Careful another bag did here. You, did you tell, did you, you made sure your life insurance policy is up to date, right? Yeah. I oh, just, no. all right. I just taught whatever, um, Goofy, Goofy Internet Search. I'm going to call him that now, not Google, Goofy. Uh, whatever you've come up with with about apricot seeds or how many apple seeds you can eat, I think I just topped those by a couple. So um, you guys look for me to just kill over in just a minute, but well, that's not going to happen. I had, uh, I had 10 before <laughs> this this uh, call, and then I just had 10. I do another 10, but I don't want to be spitting on everybody. I do typically 40 a day now. Caveat, warning sign, please don't start that way. It's not because you're going to get cyanide poisoning. It's because you're going to get upset to your stomach because your body has to, we don't, we're not going to talk about the mechanisms today. That's another, that's been another show. I would be happy to tell people the mechanism of how it works and why it works, but it does have a component of cyanide. But if the body's not able to break it down with rotinase quick enough, you will get an upset stomach. So some people can take 40, 50 the first time and not have a problem, but many people do get an upset stomach if they take more than three or four. So that's why on our bag, it says, uh, you know, limit yourself to three per hour because we want to see if you get an upset stomach, but it's not cyanide poisoning. I assure you, if I was killing people at the rate that any pharmaceutical drug that 
makes a billion dollars a year, kills people. If I was killing people at that rate or anything close to it, or even one person, I'd be long since out of business. Yep. That's yeah, my, I'm just, that's I'm my, just uh, showing you that John is telling you the truth. This is right on the back. He's, you know, start out slow. It's not, you know, it's not a marathon or it's not a, uh, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon that you're on. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And so, so, so when they come out, help me out here. So the people who really work to shut this down are sort of behind the scenes, but they're front runners or they're, they're guys with the bugle out there kind of poo-pooing the Sloan Kettering study was none other than the CIA-controlled Mockingbird media, right? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because if we all, and that's what we've learned now with this whole COVID scam. And maybe I shouldn't say that, so you can put this on YouTube too. Anyway, let's say let's say that uh, you can cut that out and call it the the Kloglov scam. Okay? I call it the Convids. Convid. They, they've come up with good names for it, so we can not get censored. That's isn't it ridiculous, Tim? Two Christian men can't say a word. Because we'll get censored. Oh sure, it's it's, uh, it's it's it is despicable. But we're breaking out of that. But people are open to what's being said now. They're open to going on and 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 not listening to what they said. So the I I, I lost my tra- train of thought after I got off on the COVID thing. What was the question you asked him? I was asking if it was the Mockingbird Media that basically oh, yes. sunk yeah. that thing, sunk that yeah, study. It was the Mockingbird Media, but it was also Big Pharma. Because they put up the million dollars to get this sure, doctor to come yeah. in to lie. This doctor had no background in this at all before or after. And the, the, the thing they didn't count on was the leaking of the information. But each time that we start to uh, gain traction for people to understand this, they bring up the big cyanide scare. And even people on our side, even good Christian truth-telling doctors on our side think there is a potential you could poison yourself with too many apricot seeds. And I have to tell people, no, it's just a matter of getting used to it. The more you can eat, the Hunzas, who we've talked about on your show before, the Hunzas would eat up to 200 or more apricot seeds in a day and live to be 130, 140. Again, if you do a a goofy search, you'll find they say that's a hoax. That's a lie. It's not true. There's too many scientists that proved it in in the turn of the century and in the 20s and 30s that these people were living to ridiculously long uh, ages. As they've westernized their diet, as they brought in the outside to their to their society, they've died at the same rate the rest of us do. But there's other societies like the Inuit Eskimos who eat the um, the bile duct of a of a wild caribou who eats a lot of grasses containing laetrile or amygdalin. They eat the, the the grasses, they get concentrated in their bile duct, and the Inuit Indians instinctively know to eat that as a delicacy, and it's full of laetrile, and they have next to zero cancer until they get a westernized diet. And they so, let me let me let me ask something about that because I find this fasc- I find this fascinating too because I think you men- mentioned of this about an animal or somebody else but I think it was you. It's interesting that the the the, the Indians know this. You're saying it stink- instinctively. Surely they were yeah. taught something but they don't know laetrils in there. They just know this is good for you and it probably tastes oh. good to them or whatever. Didn't you have a, a situation where you talked about certain animals when they would kill, they would eat around certain things and and there was something to do with that? Maybe that was somebody else, but I was thinking it was you. Well, maybe, maybe not. Well, the, my, my dad said, and I'm interesting, I met a, a guy named Jake at the conference. I was at an autism health conference this last weekend and it, you know, it was a lot of things to do with autism and, and uh, uh, you know, vaccines and Del Bigtree gave a great talk and, uh, you know, uh, all these, uh, you know, uh, um, speakers about the vaccines and, and, and how that is, you know, all 
part of a, a system to make money and never be able to be sued. So uh, animals instinctively, when you get your cat gets an upset stomach or he starts getting sick or your dog, they go out to the lawn and will eat grass. And people wonder why they'll eat so much grass. They sometimes will throw up. But gra- the grass, your your lawn that's out front of your house, and I don't recommend you eating the lawn trimmings, but your grass, as long as it's a slow growing grass, has lots of nitrilocytes in it. So beef, cattle that's raised on slow growing grains, slow growing Sudan grass, for example, uh, fatten it up with Sudan grass is full of laetrile in the meat. So my dad said, not only can you eat beef that's grown on that, it's healthy for you. It actually will be preventative for the C word. That's right. If the cows are fattened up on corn and wheat and, and non and foods that are, have no B17 in it, not only are you getting a less tasty uh, meat, but you're also not getting any of the nutrients. So those people that can afford to go back to, uh, to eating cattle, um, like I'm going to do with uh, my friend Jake, who I met this weekend, eat, eating cattle that's that's raised in a, in a field on slow-growing grains, uh, th- those people are 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 eating a diet full of nitrilocytes, the same as these Inuit Indians, and that's and it's tastier and it's good for you and it's you know it's sustainable. Even that that language in today's uh, world, uh, beef is there's nothing wrong with beef if it's raised properly and and and, and the weight is gained with good, healthy food for the cow. The cows don't want to, don't eat grain. They, that's not their normal thing. They're not going to go out and find a, a corn plant and eat it. They like <laughs> that's right. low-growing gra- grass. Yep. So yes, uh, naturally, for whatever reason, animals and certain tribes of humans knew instinctively to eat the apricot seeds. The, the Hunzas would look aghast at people that would eat the apricots. It was delicious, tasty apricots and throw the pit in the ground. They would walk over, they have video of it that lasted, you know, I hope I, I need to find that. They, uh, but they, they would go over and grab the pit, crack it open and eat the seeds and share it with their, with their visitor. And, and that's what they knew was, was what, uh, you know, helped them live their long, healthy lives. Their skin for a hundred year old person looked like they're more like 60. They would use the apricot kernel oil on their skin and hair. They would use every part of the apricot in the pits to grind it up to, to, to make you know other things. And they would they would use the seeds in bread and you know paste and all sorts of different things. And the wealth of the Hunzas was derived by how many apricot trees they had. So th- th- this is not something that we just discovered last week or something I have a patent on. God has the only patent on apricot seeds. And that's the reason big pharma doesn't want us to know about it because it's cheap and available and it's found in 1200 different foods. It just so happens that the lonely little apricot seed has the highest concentration found in nature. If you want to just eat apple seeds all day, every time you eat an apple or a pear, make sure you eat the seeds as well. I do that. Yeah. When I read that verse, God made that seed for food. Yeah, one of the things, you know, early on when Kate first joined us on Saturdays, that was one of the things she told me. And I said, really? I said, it's eat the seeds and it's got all this stuff. And she goes, yeah. So I went and I started doing it. Uh, I actually got peaches and I would break open the kernel there and they have, it looks almost like the apricot seeds. It looks like a little almond. And I was eating those and my kids were fascinated about it. So I got to tell them about it. And so they would do some of that as well. And every time I eat an apple, I, I've had, we've had people come over and I, I'll, I'll just sit there while I'm talking and slice it and eat it with the seed and everything, the core, all that. The only thing I don't eat is the stem. And they go, why are you doing that? And it gives me an opportunity to tell them some of the stuff that I learned 
and to point them back to this is the way this is what God's provided for us. They know this. But of course, we're in this society, and I, I told some guys they took offense at it the other week, but I said, you know, this society surrounding us uh, pushes mind control and indoctrination. And I don't care who you are. You probably got a tinge of it or you got a whole bunch of it. But that goes into that mind control, that indoctrination goes into how we perceive what is food and what is not. And a lot of things we consume as food, um, may, may parts of it may have been real food at one time, but they stick all kinds of chemicals and everything else in it. And that's what Megan was saying. Any of the chemicals are derivatives from the oil industry, which is it's not good for us. So I'm glad you're pointing those things out. Yeah, it's uh, well... We were taught as a kid, and the closer you can get to natural, the food, the better. So our beef that was raised on our fields right in our house, our milk that was milked right from our cows without, you know, uh, steroids or proteins or, you know, all the things they put into milk now. I would stay away from dairy milk. My wife tells me all the time because you don't have any of the milk that's from the cows. But the, but here it is, the, uh, I'm sorry, the the organization, the, uh, the religion that's in Philadelphia, or I don't know if you'd call it. Uh, Pennsylvania, they sell their cow's milk, natural, unprocessed. Are you talking about the Amish? Yeah, the Amish. Thank you. Thank you. My brain, I lost my brain. That's okay. The Amish, (laughs) we've recently been telling them about the apricot seed, but they sell, the little farmers sell their their whole milk and it's very good for them, but the government comes in and busts their farm and takes away their milk and, you know, ties up their, how ridiculous. These are guys that, that, that are healthier. They live longer. They have less autism. They have less of all these things. Because they're eating the, the natural foods as natural as you can get. So as you're speaking about it, shopping in your grocery store on the outside aisles with the fruits and vegetables, not cooking, overcooking them, eating the entire fruit. If you have a pear, eat the entire thing except for the stem. That's why I sell, tell people all the time. Eat the entire apple except for the stem. Uh, and, and some people might even enjoy the stem, but it's great for the colon. It cleans things out and you get the nutrients. Here's another fun fact. Is that the fruit, the apricot fruit, it has the highest concentration of rhodonase in it, along with the uh, the apricot seed, which is the highest concentration of amygdalin or laetrile in it. So as, as we've talked about on previous podcasts, and people can look into it and study how it works, uh, they, you can look at this, one of these books. I got this one, this vitamin B17 book, which is out of print that uh, has some great information in about how the science works. But if you have rhodonase, as soon as the, uh, the uh, amygdala comes in contact, amygdala laetral comes in contact with a, a C cell, it breaks apart into the cyanide and the benzaldehyde and the two molecules of glucose, which uh, cancer, the C word likes, the rhodonase immediately breaks it down if it's not uh, attacking the, the C cell. So the healthy cells get the benefit of the rhodonase that breaks it down and gives you pain relief. It's analgesics. And my dad said in his clinic in the seventies that 95% of the patients that were sent home to die that started on laetrile therapy got pain relief and they got their appetite back and their hair started to grow back. Why? Because this natural vitamin found in 1200 different foods that God gave us helps people. So no cure. We're not talking about cure. It helps people's immune system and the documentation and the information that we have all coming together now from so many different sources 
is easy for people to find. You make it easy by showing people where they can find it. I make it easy by putting on our putting on the website vitamin B174U.com and people can get the books and get the information, read up about it and get the product to, to put into their lifestyle. Yep. Yep. And I, you know, I'm thinking about something. I think we talked about this before, but you're men- making mention we were talking about the Sloan Kettering, the cover up there and the use of rats. I got to tell you, the more I started thinking about these these testings and these studies and all this stuff that's being done, they're being done on animals, whether they're beagles or whether they're rats or whether, I mean, they, we know that Fauci even used it on little kids and they've got this big mass grave up in New York. And I, I think about what scripture says about all this. And what's interesting is I was thinking of a specific verse, uh, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 10, but there's a context to it. And it, I tell you, if this doesn't all go together, I don't know what does. Uh, because, you know, as it, when you read the Proverbs, they're kind of, they don't seem like they go together. And then sometimes they're repeated. And it's just kind of like, here's some things, you know, kind of here. But, but listen to how the Lord laid this out. Beginning at verse 5, Proverbs chapter 12, the thoughts of the righteous are right. But the counsel of the wicked are deceit. Now, I say that because of what you just said they did with Sloan Kettering. How Big Pharma came in, paid a lot of money. What were they paying money for? For a guy to deceive the people about the truth. Then what does the Mockingbird Media do? They go along and they are the blowhorn for that deception. And then he says, the words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood. Is this not what we're seeing that Big Pharma is doing, friends? Yep, that's exactly what they're doing. But the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. The wicked are overthrown, and that's for the bad guys. You are going to be overthrown. God is going to deal with you either directly or through his people if they will repent and bring justice. Uh, He says, the wicked are overthrown and are not, but the house of the righteous shall stand. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but he that is of a perverse heart shall be despised. And he that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honoreth himself and lacketh bread. And then he says this, A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. And, you know, I'm I'm thinking, John, a lot of these guys probably have good intentions. They don't want to test things out on people, you know, lest something happen to the person. But then they take the animal. And I I, got to tell you, it sounds to me like their their tender mercies are cruel to these animals. We've seen it. A lot of it came out, obviously, with with Fauci, especially that that sad scenario of the beagles uh, and things they were doing. But my goodness, uh, this uh, it seems like the whole system, everything that they end up doing, even if they come to a good conclusion or whatever, they're sitting here going against what the Lord told us, how, how to deal with animals, how to deal with individuals and all this other. And it seems like God's just exposing that here, that if you understand what he's saying there and you look at this, you can have discernment to see even what they're trying to do, even maybe even with the best intentions that often, they're going about it a wrong way. There's got to be a different way we can do things rather than putting the animals through the testing. And you know, obviously speaking the truth, which we know the Mockingbird Media is not going to do, and we know Big Pharma is not going to do because there's a lot of money tied to it. Yeah, well, we I just got back from the autism uh, conference, and it used to be that they would, big, big media would say they've not proven any correlation between vaccines and autism. And, and now it's, it's, it's actually in their own words, they don't have proof, they don't have any studies 
on any vaccine of what the causes and effects of it are. They just don't do the safety study. So because there's no liability, they can just do whatever, just, well, we, we hope it does good. And the proof is that, that it's not doing good. But what you said about animals, I have to read just a little section. And I, and I just picked it out of this, this, big, this big book of a bunch of information from Dr. Segura from his study. But I, I wanted to just read this one paragraph, if you don't mind. Is that okay, okay Tim? Yeah, please. Okay. The entire pattern is corroborative of Segura's repeated findings that vitamin B17 laetrile injected into CD8FI mice. And these mice were specifically bred to, to uh, grow tumors. Okay. They were specifically bred that if you left them alone, they'd grow tumors. Wow. Into these mice bearing spontaneous tumors caused an inhibition in tumor growth and reduced the incidence of lung metastases by 78%. So these mice are injected with the laetrile they stopped the, their uh, tumors by 78%. Segura's findings further corroborate earlier studies at Shind, Shind Laboratories, University of San Francisco, where 200 rats treated with B17 showed an 80% increase in lifespan over the control mice. So the mice that were injected with laetrile had an 80% increased lifespan over the mice that were bred to, to have tumors grow in them. At the Pasteur Institute in Paris, a human cancer strain was maintained in mice. Their lifespan was increased and tumor growth retarded up to 100%. Wow. This has been known, Tim, for 50 years. Not the, the, the disputable, the, the notes from the doctors showing each of the mice, which mice it was, leaked out, was told by people, and still they can lie to us and say, oh, don't eat that, those apricot seeds, don't eat laetrile. People die of cyanide poisoning. And I hear that. That's the number one thing I hear from people, and I hit it straight on. If people died, I'd have people dying out of the thousands and tens of thousands of people that I sell apricot seeds and latrile to. I've never had one single case of somebody dying from idiot. If I did, I'd be out of business. And even the ones they say, they put in the media that this person died, when you dig down deep into it, there's no records of that person. They were in some hospital in Tahiti or something. Uh, it's, it's never corroborated. It's just made up. If they don't have facts, if they don't have facts like this, they just make it up and they lie. And it used to be hard for people to believe that, but now people do have a, a basic mistrust of the powers that be and know that we've been lied to. So they're easy, more easily accepting of the truth that's been around for 50 years. Yeah, this is what Megan was talking about when we had her on as well. She was talking about the same things that were going on. And we... We discussed, you know, studies. We discussed uh, how they were trying to cover up things, how they were keeping things from people. And, uh, you know, she said, I didn't want to believe that men were as evil as they are. Well, of course, friends. Why do you think here at the Sons of Liberty, we preach the message of the gospel of Christ? Why do we do that? Because we know men are wicked. Even the best one that you can find out there, if he has anything good in him, it came from Christ. It didn't come from him because the Bible tells us our hearts are desperately sick. They're wicked. They're deceitful. Who can know them? I mean, we think we're told, even from children, to follow our own hearts, right? That's what, just trust your heart. No, don't trust your heart because it'll lead you astray. Trust the word of God. Trust the Lord. And, and follow and obey him. And you'll see the results of that. And I remember one pastor, he told me, uh, that I had years ago, he told me, he said, I had uh, people ask me, how do you know the Bible's true? 
And he said, well, I can tell you this. When I did all the things it said not to do, I reaped the consequences of it. And when it told me to do certain things and I did them, I found the blessings in that. And again, we go right back to Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, any of these passages, and God says, if you obey me, all will be well. The blessing's going to overtake you, right? But if you don't, I'm going to rejoice to do you evil, even as I rejoice to do you good, and those curses are going to take you, take over you. And I, I made mention to, to Megan, you know, the Lord laid out what to eat, what not to eat, and they told the people as part of the covenant, I set before you life and death today. Choose life. He didn't say, why don't you go out and kill yourself? No, that's not what he did. He said, choose life. I've set life before you. I've given you the ground rules. I've told you everything, and I've provided it for you. Why won't you do what I say? And the, the fact of the matter is, men love death more than they love life. That's just the reality. Usually, that is the way it is. They live their life doing those things that bring destruction upon their own souls as well as upon their own bodies. And, of course, we want to see people have healthy bodies. Why? Because they've got duties to do. And if you're incapacitated with sickness, it's really hard to get around and do these that you have to do, right? So we want people to be we want people to be healthy, not for the sake of being healthy, but so they can perform the duties uh, before God uh, to their fellow man. Amen, amen. And I, I uh, old sin nature comes to mind that if we're left to our own devices, uh, we we tend to lean towards old the old sin nature, devil taking us over here, and. When we follow the Bible as a society, the United States has been the longest lasting free place. It's still the beacon of freedom and, and Christianity and uh, good things is the United States. Slowly but surely, they, Satan and the evil ones have been chipping away at the Bible and the church and, and God's church. And we've had, we're, we have more pain and more suffering than ever. The more we get back to it, the more that areas or parts of your life get back to the Bible and following what God instruct us to do, the better lives we have. And the better our, our local community is, the better our, our, our county is, the better our state is, and the better our country is. And we're both hoping, Tim, you and I are both praying that God brings us back, leads us back into, into the wonderful place that we should be by if we just follow God's law, tell the truth, and, and spread God's good word throughout all of the people that we can possibly talk to. We're going to be in a, in a much better place going forward. Yep, that's exactly right. And uh, part of part of that is in this. Some people may not think, well, this isn't a spiritual thing. Listen, a, a guy told me one time, he said, there is nothing in life that is neutral. I thought that was real interesting. You're either honoring God with what you're doing or you're dishonoring him, right? With whatever Absolutely. you do, whether it's the words you say, the thoughts and intents of your heart, what you do with your hands, where you go with your feet, any of that stuff— you're making a determination to do something that's either good or something that's evil, right? Something that's that's beneficial or something that's harmful, something that's out of love or something that's out of hate. So we have those kinds of things. So why would that not apply in the area of looking after the body? After, after all, we're told the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, how many of you guys want the Holy Spirit living in a dirty, you know, diseased body that's there? We want to do all that we can in that, and I, I get it. I, I'm not I'm not one to say if you're sick or something, you've been in sin, and I don't do that. Okay, that's not me. I don't do that because the Bible tells us that a lot of people were sick. There were people. There were one guy was blind. Was this his sin or his father and mother's sin? No, nope. it was there so that God could be glorified. And I really believe, John, and I've seen it from people. We've talked about the seeds. We've talked about a number of things, chlorine dioxide, and all these other things. 
and and curbing our diet and all. And I've had people tell me, hey, I am so thankful that you guys spoke about this because I didn't know it. I started doing it. I feel better. Some of them are losing weight. Um, they're, they're fighting different diseases with that. Well, look, that's not Tim. That's not John. I, d- I don't even want to really give credit to the apricot seeds or something. But I want to say give glory to God. He's the one who made all things, and he's the one who gives knowledge, right? He's yeah. the one that's provided a, a plant for every disease, um, dis-ease. Further you get away from God's creation, uh, we try to you know make Twinkies and think that's going to you know, sustain our, this body, this, uh, this temple that we have from God. So yes, the, the closer we are to God's, uh, gifts in nature and the closer we eat the food, that's not adulterated, uh, the, the healthier we are. And it's, it's, it's not just, again, a conspiracy theory or conjecture on my part or something Tim and John came up on this podcast. It actually works in reality and it works from God's, uh, own hands that we can, have a healthy, happy life if we uh, bring back our diet to as close as we can to, to what God created for us. So yep. every day I'm learning something about <laughs> iodine that God gave us or, you know, vitamin C or, you know, uh, Brian Artis and I were talking about the four, these these mice population that had just four uh, vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, and something else. And they had, they were bred to have disease and they were like 50 to 60% improved just from taking those four vitamins where the others didn't. And so there's, it's out there that God's natural vitamins that found in nature in the, in the food that's not overcooked and is close to, uh, original as it, we could possibly get, not GMO modified is what will keep us healthy and keep us strong and keep our spiritual uh, life, uh, easier. Because if you don't have your health, I don't mean that make it easy. Like you don't have to make decisions, but if we don't have our health. We don't have anything. I mean, all the money in the world will be anybody would trade if they didn't have if they don't have their health. So that's the most important thing we need to have, besides our faith in God and following God's word. Amen. Amen. That no, that's a that's a good uh, synopsis of it. And uh, you know, the Lord Jesus, when he was on the earth, he he knew about disease. He went around healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Right. Um, he drove out demons as well as he made the sick well, the lame to walk, the blind to see, the mute to speak, the deaf to hear. I mean, he did it all, and he could do it instantly like that. And I still believe he still does some of that, but I think the natural means or the normal means of God's grace in this area is in the foods that he gave. And by the way, let me just throw this in. Uh, we had it, we're going to have it at the first of the show. Uh, but again, this is for educational purposes only. Neither John or a doctor. We haven't played one on TV, and we didn't spend a night in Holiday Inn Express. Although John might have, I, I haven't. Uh, so we're we're not doctors. This is just information, and you do with it what you will. It's real education. You hear what it is, and then you go look it up, and then you determine what you want to do with it. Uh, we've got the link vitamin B seventeen for you dot com that you can go and you can pick these up from John, or you can get them somewhere else. We really don't care. Well, I want you to support John, okay? I want you to support him. But I don't care where you get it as long as you're you're moving in that direction uh, to look after your health. John, we got about three and a half minutes here or so. And so let's wrap this up. Uh, give us a synopsis of what we talked about here with Sloan Kettering, why it's important, why it was buried. And then if you want to give a final word of exhortation, let's let's do that. And then when we close out the show, remember about five seconds after I'll come on, after we close it off the radio, you guys on the radio, sonsoflibertymedia.com beforeitsnews.com or Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And I just talked that minute down, so you got a little over three minutes now. (laughs) 
Well, I, I just want to, in a synopsis, uh, the Sloan Kettering story is very um, informational on this whole subject matter because so many people, want, they say, if this was all so good and all true, why don't we know about it? Well, it's precisely because it is good and it does work. God's creation does help our immune system fight off disease. That's a fact. We're not doctors. We're not, uh, you know, curing anything, but our own immune system God created to fight off all these diseases is right there available. And they were able in the seventies to demonize this one subject. There's other subjects they demonize as well. We won't get into that, but they were able to demonize the subject and the information is there for your own eyes to read. Not, it's not something that Tim made up or John made up. This is a book that has some great background information. You've got world without cancer, which is now back in print on our website It'll be available in the next couple of weeks. And you have Ralph Moss who was there and wrote and made that video you're about to watch and wrote this book about the cancer industry. And he comes from a big pharma background. I assure you, all the information is available for you. And I implore people not to just push it off or decide to do it without getting the information you need. With that information that God provides, your, your, your armor will be on and you will not be able to be defeated. You will march forward and do the right things you need to do to get rid of dis-ease. And again, we're not doctors. This is for entertainment purposes, but you need to look into it. And so I thank you, Tim. Again, it's always a wonderful time with you. And we've exposed the truth on this show about the Sloan Kettering study in the 70s that proved that Laetrile was ineffective. It actually proved that Laetrile was extremely effective. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I want to take people over here real quick. This is uh, John's website, vitamin B17 for you, the number four, the letter U.com. And uh, you head over there. It's it's a real, it's a nice looking website. It's real simple. Uh, he's got the um, the apricot seeds and you got these in a variety of different size bags. And then you've also got the laetrile and you've got the uh, B15. What is that? Pangamic acid? Pangamic acid, DM, DMG. It's it's what Muhammad Ali used to uh, help oxygenate his blood to win ah. the boxing championship. That's got a long history. Nice. There's a book on the website about that as well. Okay. It's, it's, it's lesser known than B17, but it's, it's an amazing uh, vitamin that helps increase oxygen levels in your blood. Okay. All right. You guys, yeah. can, you guys will be able to pick that up, um, vitaminb17.com. The, there's, there's books in there. Do you, got, you, got a, you got a video in there too, don't you? Don't you have a DVD or something that's in there? Yes, I think we have a DVD, and I, we've got some new these new books that are on that we've just discovered that have only been found lately. Uh, Cancer Control Journal, this this one here, successful Sloan Kettering study, and we, we're coming out with B17 Rocks R O X, which is a pop rocks version for B17 for kids. That sounds so look fun. For that. Look I'm for gonna that. have that. Yes, I'm gonna we're send you some, Tim. Sounds good. We're out of we're out of time. No we're, sugar. We're out of time here, John. Hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off air at vitamin B17 for you.com. See you in the morning at six.